Hello everybody and welcome to yet another exciting episode of Dine with Evie. Yeah boo, I hope I'm joining you right in the comforts of your home while you're sipping on your favorite beverage or uh, munching on your favorite dish. Yes, you know it. So, here's the thing. Last time I was talking about self-care, you know, and um, how it is important, the different parts or other dimensions of self-care today. I want to look at self-care a little bit deeper. How does one suddenly find themselves caring so much about themselves? Is it because the doctor told them told them to do so? Is it because they've sent some um, their idol doing it? Why? Why all of a sudden is somebody just interested in doing all those things they never did before? You know, all of a sudden they want to curl up with a good book in their hands. Okay, while they listen to that soft, soft music lingering in the air as they read, you know, or taking care of, um, rather taking themselves out for a drink to that eatery they recently discovered in town, you know, or treating themselves to a warm bubble bath or having a lie-in right until the afternoon, especially having depleted the whole lot of their energy the previous day, or, you know, just suddenly trying to banish all um, that memory of that person they loved and cared so much about, that person who promised them heaven on earth, when the only thing that person could only ever provide was hell, or suddenly disciplining themselves to quit hoeing simply because they understand that that could (laughs) grab them that sti they dread so much or is it just about or rather you know um understanding that good things come to those who wait but while they wait they would rather to um work towards attaining that goal like why all of this all of a sudden where is it coming from so according to my analysis you know being a person who spends a lot of time on social media okay yeah i've noticed one thing you know especially even when i watch and listen to all of the celebrities because i want to understand that they are humans like ourselves they be doing things we be doing they have feelings they have their lows they have their apps and at the end of the day they're also just normal people like us okay um the one thing that has really motivated this topic my topic rather sorry for not mentioning the topic but the topic for today is self-care as a comeback weapon or a survival procedure is uh, chloe kardashian's revenge buddy so now i'm thinking you know that got me thinking plus the other the other you know um scenarios and experiences that have actually motivated this but mostly it's the revenge buddy so i'm thinking the self-care just come abruptly like oh today i just want to really take care of myself i just want to be good to myself i want to love myself i'm gonna take myself out for shopping you know like does it just happen or does it come from a dark place a place of um a place that houses a lot of you know garage 
Does it come from a place of, oh, okay, you wait for me, bitch, you shall see me. I'm a comeback. Does it? So I've been thinking about it a lot. And I thought it wise to share it with y'all because I care about me first. Then I care about everybody else. After all, if and when the whole clique is winning, there's no room for jealousy or backbiting or anything of that sort. <laughs> Anyhow, meet me on the other side as we talk about this, okay? So as I was scrolling through my Facebook feed, right, I came across a write-up which read as follows. Self-care should be a lifestyle and not a survival procedure or mechanism. Okay, so um, this took me off a bit, okay, because in my head I'm thinking to say, look, people go through a lot and we have different coping mechanisms and I strongly feel like the best coping mechanism that one could possibly can possibly ever use is self-care okay so would you rather see someone resort to um, harming themselves you know resort to say binge drinking or hoeing or just hating themselves because y'all it shows even when you hate yourself it's very much easy to tell and one of them is hoeing that's self-hate right <laughs> but moving on that's a topic for another day yo. so coming back to the topic self-care as a comeback weapon or a survival procedure i strongly feel like um looking at what this generation goes through i feel like this is what we usually use self-care for we tend to resort to self-care to you know just vent you know (laughs) i feel like we've developed a habit of you know just um um detaching ourselves from everything that's going on and whatnot to you know at least take care of ourselves take care of our mental health our spirituality our our bodies and whatnot our health man i feel like this is what we do so i feel like instead of resorting to harming yourself okay as um um as initially mentioned I feel like self-care is the best weapon you can ever use against that one person who made you feel miserable. That one person who shattered, literally shattered your self-esteem. I feel like self-care is the best weapon. So instead of you um, confronting that cheating boyfriend of yours or cheating girlfriend, the best thing to do is detach from them, pretend you never met them, okay and just work on yourself work on that book you're writing work on your career just try to better yourself do whatever it is you gotta do to excel to stay winning in this life because at the end of the day you're really helping yourself you know and that's what you really want for yourself and don't forget one thing um you have people who really look up to you people who are watching you okay 
you might want to inspire one or two people not that you should really but not that it should really be a goal to inspire someone but who doesn't like to inspire somebody sitting next to them i feel like it's really cool and attractive if you ask me now i know that it's not you know detaching yourself from somebody and just moving on from their bs and whatnot to whatever foolery and effery they come with should not be the easiest thing okay because um at the end of the day uh you will realize that you've, you've made amazing memories with them but really and truly you're left with no choice but to detach from them once they they become venomous okay because here we have your mental health at stake we have your emotions at stake and there's another times to deal with <laughs> people filled with effery like you don't you don't want to deal with such humans okay so now like i say before um i closely watch the uh, i closely rather follow those uh, reality tv shows and one of them being keeping up with the kardashians sad it's come to an end but yeah they kept us entertaining whatever but like you know uh i started watching Khloe kardashian's revenge buddy being a woman who had been through so much and probably still dealing with some with some things but like for a long time she wasn't so very confident about her body and i feel like she she in her mind she she largely attributed her ex-husband's chitin to her body how she looked and she wasn't very confident about that so what did she do she resorted to you know just introducing a show you know um cold revenge but she started working on herself she's now beautiful more than ever before and she looks amazing so i'm just thinking like oh so people do use this i've used it myself i've uh, come across people who just never really appreciated me I am what came with me. I was once a good girl, like a very good girl, a church girl, kind of good girl, you know. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not a good girl, yeah, but like I was a very, very good girl. But the ways of men taught me how to survive, you know, how to be, how not to be too good, you know, because being too good can be very, very, um, detrimental to your health you know um it's very sad to live in a situation where people take being a good person for being naive okay it's you know there's a very thin line between the two being a good person and being naive so i feel like my being a good girl was a little too um naive on my part and i learned rather the hard way so given that the moment I turned around, you know, and just decided to turn over a new leaf, everything changed. I started seeing people for who they really were, for who they are. I stopped being naive. Okay? I developed what one may call, uh, pardon my language, um, <laughs> a bad beach mentality okay okay so that's not what i wanted and you do you know what i resorted to i resorted to rock music 
started listening to a lot of Nicki Minaj. Then Cardi B popped up. I started listening to her a lot. And I'm just like, wait, these are confident women. These are women who know what they want. These are women who do not have BS for lunch. They don't. Okay, they call a spad a spad and act accordingly. And that was really attractive. And I'm just like, wait. So I've been dormant all this while. Why, why wasn't I seeing all those things happening? Like, what was wrong with me? Was I stupid? Was I that stupid? Why though? You know? And it hurt me so bad that I actually entertained those toxic humans for a very long time. And, and it just really hurt my feelings. I found it really hard to forgive myself. Like, I really battled with that. I, like, held this grudge against myself for the longest period of time, you know? And at some point, though, I realized that why am I hating myself? I asked myself one question. Do I want to continue living or do I not want to continue living? Like, I chose life, man. I did choose life. And I knew that if I had to maneuver this... um Russian roulette called life I had to you know make a few alterations to um, how I was gonna go about it just stop trying to be the goody goody all the time and just do what's best for me like why not serve myself for once at least you know you know so many things dawned on me and I'm just like there's really nothing wrong with loving yourself okay in the name of caring for yourself I started working towards that. I started bettering myself. And in that moment, as I went by, because I was still I, I was still in uni. So as I went by, as life went by rather, um, I studied hard. I used to find it hard to really study, sit down with a book and study or whatever. I decided to put everything behind me and just focus on myself. I decided to change my wardrobe, y'all. I did things that... <laughs> An average girl would do in our days, like, okay, uh, uh, get a piercing here and there, dye your hair. And I love, a lot of people laugh at me for saying this. But, like, yeah, us women tend to feel like we're badass after we do certain things, like getting that nose piercing or belly piercing or tongue piercing or dyeing your hair, um getting all those anklets and stuff you know just looking different we feel different that's what happens you know it's a part of life that's why at this point i don't judge before i, I would judge women with nose piercings and dye hair like why are you doing all those things because on um, this part of the world my part of the world in zambia in particular you're perceived a little too differently when you do certain things you know you know, people look at you a certain type of way. They'll feel like, okay, she's actually not the not the good girl type, you know. But I, either ways, I decided to change everything about me, okay. And I decided to change the narrative about how a good girl should be. I realized that you see, being a good girl doesn't just have to go with how you look all the time. It has to go with how you carry yourself. I know people be saying things like dress how you want to be addressed and shit. Oh, sorry. But at the end of the day, what values do you have? What values do you possess? Are you staying true to them? Because I, I, I want to think that being a good girl is just not all about, 
you know having those long de- having all those long depressing skirts and dresses baggy pants and whatever no come on come on we've had girls who dress like that still catch an sti somewhere somehow you know before marriage are they better than a girl who's never slept with anyone but has all those piercings going on i don't think so bro they ain't better than her and they'll never be so how about we change the narrative so i'm thinking that you see it's fine it's very much okay to use it's very much okay to use um self-care as a comeback weapon it's okay so instead of you um you know rocking back and forth in that huge bubble of melancholy you know wondering how and why they could leave you when you're too good to them you were so amazing you you was the best thing that had possibly ever happened to them but then they still they could still afford to leave instead of you thinking of all of that change a few things about yourself start doing you stop making you happy stop making yourself the most important person in that room you step into okay because it is only when you are at your best that you will help the person sitting next to you be at their best okay you cannot give you cannot give off you cannot give off the kind of energy you do not possess to another person even when you embrace anger and it's all about ang- anger and it's the only thing that has preoccupied your mind anger is what you're gonna produce bruh but if you're like a happy person you're so full of positive energy positive energy is what you're gonna give off i've had toxic friends you i've had toxic like very toxic friends like they don't know peace and you know, it took me to sit down and just think about it. Like, why do you behave this? We had in tandem um, conversations about, you know, exuding good energy. Like, just being a good person. Because people want to be surrounded by a good person. By good people, rather. They want to they wanna be in the company of good people. People with good energy. But, like, if we've had such conversations, why then do you always go back to this kind of behavior? Um, it got to a point where I just couldn't continue <laughs> talking about one and the same thing. Like it just, it was becoming depressing. It was messing with my mental health and I'm just like, I'm not dealing with this anymore. Not anymore. I'm just not. So like, you know, there's really nothing wrong with them using this thing. And you know, you know, the thing with self-care is that once you let go of that toxic arrangement something that's not serving you once you let go of that toxic energy something that's no longer serving you you discover that even the universe smiles down at you heaven smiles down at you because you have done the right thing okay and for some reasons things things just stop working out for you you know Oh, you get called back for that um, interview you attended. You know, you start performing well at work or um, in school. You, you're just amazing. You know, everything about you changes. Your skin glows differently. You understand what I'm trying to say? Everything about you is just different. So that's the thing about embracing self-care. It, it's okay to use it as a weapon. 
as a survival mechanism it works it has worked make you happy it should all be it should all be about you you should come first <laughs> i know in this part of the world people be like oh, okay now not now that's selfishness you're, you're preaching selfishness well let me preach selfishness because guess what what good has come out of being of you living selflessly many of us have done that but what have we ripped at the end of the day nothing nothing but more insults more humiliation that's what we've got another end of the day and you know the thing with self-care um that one person who works towards ruining you your entire existence even just the thought of your existence once they see you doing fine it hurts them it just pains them in the you understand because the idea is not to see you like that they want to they create an, an atmosphere where you become dependent on them it becomes a situation where they want your world to revolve entire to evolve rather entirely around them you know and i feel like this thing should be a give and take kind of any relationship should be a give and take you know we should both if we are in any relationship be it friendly or romantic relationship it should be a situation where we both work towards making both of us happy it's a companionship for for crying out loud it's it's a partnership okay it's what we should be doing it's the right thing to do but in an event where you just create an environment where if you feel like i depend on you for my happiness that becomes a problem i'll start questioning um your real intentions you understand so it's entirely okay to be if if self care means selfish then please don't feel guilty to to practice self care don't never never feel guilty for serving you first okay so next i want to look at um the beauty of you know self care like what happens after you embrace it does it come with anything or what good is it okay so meet me on the other side yo okay guys now let's get into the perks of self care you know so the first this is just some of them of course there's so many of them but this is just some of them so why should you even practice self care as a survival procedure or as a comeback weapon first off it rebuilds your confidence and generally your self esteem okay so what happens is um in an event where you're going through something with someone or people around you they could be family bear in mind that some family members can really be toxic okay toxic is toxic it doesn't matter where it's coming from okay um you do realize that these are you you your self esteem tends to be compromised okay you start questioning your worth 
you start questioning where you stand with this person why is it that after all the things you've done for them and are still doing for them they still treat you some type of way like you don't matter like are they even are they possessed of something why are they behaving the way they are you know so i feel like you know in that moment your self-esteem is shattered um even sometimes to even a point of no repair you know and you just feel like you just feel like you're not even worth it you're not even worth fighting for because really and truly if they wanted to keep you around they, they would in no way ever act in a way that will make um their actions suggest otherwise you know they will never ever want to jeopardize whatever good thing you have going on so what happens after when it dawns on you that you matter to yourself and then start working towards yourself is that you, you know once you decide to keep them out of the picture sometimes it's literally impossible because if they're a family member chances are that you'll be running into them every now and then it becomes worse if and when you're under their roof so in that case well you have nowhere to go but in an event where you can um you know leave that space just find your own place or just be somewhere else I feel like it's important to just leave, to, to completely block them, okay? Just block them. It's okay. It's fine. Don't allow anybody to mess with your head. Don't do it, okay? It's fine to get rid of them completely in your mind. Now, don't get this the wrong. I'm not saying you should. Uh-uh, no, I didn't say that. I'm saying in your mind. Get rid of them. It's fine, okay? So what happens is that in this case, once you start re- rediscovering yourself, start rebuilding yourself, you know, that's what happens, you know. So that's what it does. Self-care, rebuild yourself, confidence, because in this case, you start putting yourself first, okay. And, you know, the good part about self-care, the one thing I've realized, the one thing I've um, I've come to terms with is that it somewhat helps in the you know forgiving process you know I think it has it, it largely contributes to you forgiving your nemesis you never knew you had <laughs> okay I think that's what it does you know once you care about yourself you realize that, okay you know I've gotten to a point where I have I've got mega love for myself and no one can actually ruin this for me. At least in this case, you're, um, you're game. You're ready for whatever effery or foolery someone may throw at you. Because this time around, given that you've already been there, this time around, you know how to deal with them. You know where and how to draw the line, okay? That is if at all you're still talking to them or whatever you know how far you can go with them in terms of you know um throwing jests at one another that is if you ever go back to that kind of relationship with them okay so in this case at least you're in the know-how you know how to deal with them 
initially you didn't know how to deal with them because you just didn't know who they were really you, you didn't know what they thought of you but now things have changed you know who they really are and you've come to terms with that you've made peace with that fact and um, this time around it's very much easy and in this case you're at your best to be honest okay simply because you're taking very good care of yourself you, you understand a few things here and then maybe to some extent you've realized that okay you know what maybe their actions were not entirely because they didn't behave the way they did because of me but it's something um it's more or less like uh, a projection <sighs> it's a projection like an easy muslim sort you know how people tend to um you know how people tend to behave a certain type of way not because of you but because of what they're dealing with internally so it's not other people's actions are not entirely because of us but be careful sometimes it may be because of you you sometimes it may be because your mere existence just your existence affects them you know and so <laughs> they don't know what to do they don't know how to deal with that so be mindful okay and just watch your back watch thy back so yeah it rebuilds confidence and um can possibly land you to a place of uh, forgiveness and you know just forget about the hope don't it's okay to forgive just don't forget advice important advice to you so secondly what self-care does is that it teaches others how to treat you but more importantly how to love you it's like it just sets that boundary you see when someone has found you miserable okay they'll take you as a miserable person okay and because you're not used to say you know when you're a miserable person you're not really usually used to attention so you have people who treat you anyhow you know they'll either really pay attention to you or not but sometimes in an event where uh, since I'm a woman I'll give an example of a woman yeah a woman and you're broken so someone comes your way and they give you this attention you might want to agree with me that you can easily mistake that for love <laughs> simply because you don't this is not something you have on a daily basis and maybe this is what this generation is struggling with the moment you start receiving that attention from that hood nigga you'd be thinking that maybe it's love and then i don't know for some reason at the end of the day when he gets what he wants and then he dumps you you start wondering why and how like you thought he loved you know boo he was giving you temporary attention and he knew it was temporary it was a temporary arrangement he knew he was gonna pull away anytime so you mistook that for love <laughs> jokes on you so what happens is that um when you're in that space where you're miserable and people come to you they can treat you anyhow because maybe you know it tells them that this is what you're used to misery is what you're used to misery is your lifestyle so they they take it that way you know but then if you are say a woman and you know you're at your best and it shows that you're at your best everything is on point you all started from your makeup to your hair to your clothes the way you're walking your, com- your career life is booming everything is on point nobody will want to mess with you because they understand that look this is what she's built on her arm so i just cannot afford to mess it up 
And I mean, people are able to tell who they can and cannot mess with. It's, I feel like it's that simple, you know? So when you care about yourself, I feel like it shows on the outside and people can see it. Like I can see it, you know? It shows that you, you know your worth. <laughs> and though people make a lot of fun about that, knowing your worth and whatnot, but like it just kind of like shows that you know your worth and you, you ain't about to, to take any BS from anybody. Like you just, it just shows them. So you find that um, if you're a woman used to, who's used to treating herself, taking um, herself out, or you know, you could be for shopping and whatever. The person, the person who is willing to join you in this life would take you as such. They would do what is what they feel like is the right thing to do. Okay, based, solely based on how you take care of yourself, you know? So it's kind of like easy. You know, we usually dictate how others should take us. That's what, that's how I see life. So if you take yourself as, you know, a nobody and one of people will see you as a nobody. But if you take yourself as a somebody who knows your worth or his worth, you'll be taken as such. So... And whoever is gonna join you will we'll try to add to, to your value, maybe. We'll try to impress you. They aim to impress you, they will aim to please you. Because, I mean, that's the only way to match up to your standard, after all. You understand? I hope I'm making sense, you know? So, yeah, this just kind of like dictates how people should love you. And, yeah. So. The third perk is that when you care and love yourself, the universe, you know, mimics that. Like I said before, heaven just smiles on you, just smiles down at you. The universe, you know, gets that energy, collects that energy and gives it back. So if you're a person who, you know, like I said, um, uh, um, self-care comes in so many ways. It ranges from... Uh, all the way down from you know just curling up with a good book to blocking that toxic boyfriend or girlfriend or friend okay it, it goes that way so the moment you do that it becomes a situation where when you start loving yourself or caring about yourself they the universe just um, um, gets this energy and you realize that as you're caring for yourself, you find that uh, things that never happened to you before start happening for you. And they all conspire in your, in your favor because you've set the tone for everything around you. You know, before you wake up sometime around 10 in the morning, 10 a.m., now this time around you wake up at five you're working hard you're pushing and you know the, the harder you work the more luck you seem to have okay that's how i see it i personally see it you know so like everything just tends to conspire in your favor you know and whatever you do the message you send out there is the exact same message that's gonna come back your way you know so you might want to be careful in the things you do others may say you reap what you sow. I know that sounds rather, if that is too cliche, 
But that's how things are. When you love yourself, everything smiles back at you, man. Because when you love yourself, you might want to work hard. When you love yourself, you might want to take care of yourself. You might want to look out for yourself. You might want to take care of your health. Health-wise, you might want to look into that. You might want to stop hoeing, okay? Because you want to take very good care of that health. Yours, health is wealth. And brother, you didn't lie, you know? And that get, gets me thinking, I know this is beside the point. You know what comes to my mind when I see someone just living anyhow. People with very little regard for their health. The one thing that comes to my mind is, wait, if you're behaving this way, it's either you're already sick and you've just really given up. And you don't care who you give your disease or you pass on your disease to. That's my thinking. Because if you know that you're in good health and everything is booming for you, like everything is okay with you, you may want to be very careful not to contract some disease, uh, some STI, somewhere, somehow. You might want to be very careful. So for me, people who go around um, <laughs> doing whatever they got to do to get that one-time pleasure, I just think that, man, it's self-hate over there it's a venting mechanism it's a coping mechanism you know you're heartless you really are heartless and nobody should ever condone that so um i feel like if if you have a, a cheating partner you should understand that uh, uh when somebody cheats on you rather when somebody cheats on you it's just not a matter of um uh, questioning their loyalty for you it's not a matter of it's not a question of where their loyalty lies it's an it should also be a matter of <laughs> dude um health wise how you doing is everything okay you know you might want to get yourself checked sis or bra anyway just and that was just beside the point so let's not take these things lightly there is more to cheating you know, you don't, before you cheat, just think about not how you're going to hurt your partner, okay? But just think about what disease you might pass on to them because of your foolishness. Yes, and your carelessness because you're too careless. You know? Just think about that. Do you love yourself? Do you love this life? Because, bro, life is sweet. You know, life is sweet. It's nice. It's amazing. I love my life. And I wouldn't want to have it uh, endangered for anything. You know? Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. So, self-care breeds happiness. Okay? And you know what happens? When you're happy, you likewise attract happy people. But if you're this, uh, you know, um, gloomy, non-interested human, or for lack of a better term, um, telegenous aura it just surrounds you, you'll be stuck in that aura, that little bubble of, of darkness, the gloomy one, you know. So that's what happens. You may be questioning why a lot of people don't like you, or why you always attract, um, um, and. <laughs> uh, toxic people or unfaithful humans like why you know you might want to look at yourself like because there's no way you can always attract um, bad people 
you, you might want to check yourself, you know. So, but when you're a happy person, you likewise attract nice people, happy people, people who already have stuff going on for themselves in this life. You know, I feel like this is how it works. You know, but um, if you're this human who's ever, who's just entire existence just shouts help and toxic and sad and gloomy and whatnot, babe, babe, that's what you're gonna attract, you know? The bad guys fought their bad fellow bad guys so easily. It's that easy, you know? That's just how it works and you can't really run away from it. So you ever question yourself as to why you always find yourself with bad people? Oh, you might want to check yourself first. You might want to change a few things about yourself. Then, maybe, just maybe, um, after when, you know, you have this critical analysis um, of yourself, your internal being, uh, you might discover that uh, <laughs> yeah, you also have flaws. And there's too many of them. Nowadays, people be knowing who they are what they're about they know themselves so i'm sure you know yourself and if you want good people you might want to be a good person yourself you might want to take yourself take very good care of yourself and in turn attract that um happy crowd you know very happy crowd a reliable crowd, a loyal crowd you, you might want that so i feel like i've done my talking and um i feel like i've exhausted each and every point i wanted to exhaust to guy. So thank you so much for joining me and see you next time. Bye-bye.